0: Watching
1: Prohibition fall down. Wake well, and Bank America guys, back at it. Back at ya. Yeah. No, normal schedule. Do we even have can I say normal schedule, Scotty? Is there such a thing? Uh, yeah, is
0: there a, such a thing? I don't know, isn't it? I don't,
1: yes. I don't want have
0: anything about my life be normal, <laughs> sir,
1: okay? Although Scotty wanted to majorly change the format to one 10-hour show every 10 days. Yes. We're gonna stick with all of 2019, guys. we got Grow Talk coming at you Tuesdays, Thursdays, and the weekend. Wake and Bake America Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, content every day when we can, as long as we're not out at cool events going on and going to have a great 2019. I hope everybody had a good New
0: Year's Eve, good holidays. Um, ready to get into the show? I am, and I am. Sorry, you just reminded me of New Year's Eve. Did you happen to stay home and watch any TV New Year's Eve?
1: I, the only reason I watched some stuff was because, yeah, we should talk about it in the news. It was yeah. weird. My mom was in town. She's like, well, put on Times Square. Like, I never watched that shit, but then I, I tuned in and, and I was like, this is strange. What's up with all this China, China. stuff? Like,
0: Chi- like, Ti- Times Square was like rented out by a new city in China that I can't even pronounce. And it was strange. We'll talk about it, man.
1: <laughs> yes. Other than that, we also talk, give you a little preview here. Uh, Those, as I'll call them, the damn social networks, a little bit of Facebook time for me during the holidays, which really kind of blew my mind a little bit. Made it hurt, um, as well as in the news. The Oregon Harvest is in, Scotty. Yeah. Oregon Harvest Report, is that going to be good or bad? Well, that's going to be good. It's going to be real good. <laughs> and more people, this is like a trick, trick question, is this headline true or false or even believable? More people are testing
0: positive for cannabis in the workplace. I would say that would be true because more people are smoking cannabis.
1: But how can you tie it to the workplace, my friend? You cannot. It's impossible. Whoa. So Whoa. anyway, let's get into it. Before we do, guys, I want to remind you a quick things for the the new year here memberships running strong guys go over to dudegrows.com forward slash value uh we're gonna have a couple videos out here that will come to out once a week or once every 10 days or so me and scott will do a little member uh video on youtube to release to you guys as an update so i don't have to bore everybody fully on the show and you members can check that out on youtube it'll give you the what the benefits are going to be such as mid-february february 15th we're setting the date giving away a source turbo yeah. i should say extract crab source turbo which you just ran i saw a guru holding up a sheet what do i call that a sheet of shatter yeah of shatter. yeah
0: pretty much a slab i think maybe a little bigger you could call it a slab but uh why
1: what does a slab have to be like at least
0: small pizza size no, I don't know. I'd say the size of your hand or something, you know, <laughs> your outstretched hand, sir. But, um, yeah, we've been testing this with uh, the Edo. Is that what you call it? The, the Edo? Edo. It's more like a, a larger scale unit. Yeah. You run like a gallon of alcohol at a time. And extract yeah. It.
2: But the thing
0: fucking works. That's for sure, man. And it pulls fast, too. Really cool machine. Oh.
1: We're going to give away the Source Turbo ourselves at, uh, I believe, like at a $600 value or something. You can check it out, extractcraft.com. If you want to win it, all you have to do is be a member. $10 a month. You can sign up, cancel anytime you like, even if you just want to be part of this raffle uh, and get into it. That's all you have to do. Help support this show. We're going to keep trying to push this model a little in 2019 to offer up good gear. Um, to bring on membership so we can focus on the content and bring in the dang.
0: Yeah, I'm no odds maker, but uh, I think there's less than what, right around 300 members. So you got a good chance of winning. One in 300 is a good chance of winning, man.
1: Yes. Also a newsletter, guys. Newsletter for the members is going to be going out next. Or actually, this is Monday show. This week, you're going to get a newsletter this week, hitting you uh, for the members only, about the members deals, coupon codes, updated, recharge, real growers, coupon code, all that good stuff. Yeah,
0: man. Yeah. Hey, you mind if I give a shout out real quick, man? Hell Let no. It, Have it, a shout out. Yeah, one of the DGC is supporting us doing some, uh, they ordered, c- called up and ordered some recharge, but off kilter vapes and designs. And this is Pa Kilter from the DGC forums. And he says, tell dude it's pronounced Paul. Did I pronounce it right? Paul. Oh, uh, because I'm saying like PA. Yeah, or, I, don't know. I got you, Paul. All right. Yep. But he says, love the show. You guys keep it up. So much respect, man. I really appreciate it. And you keep it up as well. Keep on pushing prohibition down there.
1: That's what we'll be doing. got some uh, good – we have to update our calendar too, I guess, while we're on the subject. Indo Expo, guys, I'll be at. Everybody's hooking up. Indo Expo in Denver at the end of January. The crew will be there. We might even get that trailer there. We're trying to get the the DGC trailer out front to be having smoke coming out the windows, a little bit of
0: a hang spot. Weather permitting, we'll be there. And uh, what do you mean, weather permitting? It will be there, as long as you don't have to go up that snowy canyon and fucking risk your life to go get that trailer. I'll go get
1: it. But uh, other than that, oh, LIFT, Canadian DGC LIFT Expo in Canada coming up next weekend, as well as the Regenerative Farming. Here, I got a note right here because they got such a joke. Unless you're going to roll it off your tongue. The name of it. Here we go. The Science of Regenerative Cannabis. The Science science
0: of
2: Regenerative Organic Cannabis.
1: Nice. Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) The Science of Organic Regenerative Cannabis Cultivation Conference. Uh, here in Vancouver. That's going to be the same weekend as the Lyft Expo. I'm going to get some more info on that. You guys should check it out. Uh, that is regenerativeorganiccannabis.com, regenerativeorganiccannabis.com. You can get your coupons, hook it up. It's going to be a very informative. Aline Ingram, I believe, is going to be there. Steve with Growing Officials, Aquaponics Steve, uh, Joshua Rutherford, all kinds of cool cats talking and educating about growing cannabis. Yeah,
0: and uh, I want. Go ahead. I just wanted to say that it is important as we enter, you know, what that farm bill just passed, cannabis is going to be grown on a large scale. And it's important not to be just another, uh, you know, Monsanto problem. You know, not he's just a, a, another consumer of chemicals. So this regenerative agriculture is all about using. I've been reading a couple books about this recently, man. But you know, you you cycle animals through the land, and you grow grass, and then you and then you uh, let animals forage on the grass, and then you let the, their poop compost. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but you do all this natural stuff that you know you're not. You can't. You know, it's not like you can just keep on growing on the same plot over and over again and deplete it. You have to cycle through things man it's kind of very natural
1: but there's a lot of takeaways too we'll get into in grow talk is you don't be intimidated if you're growing in a four by four tent like there's ways to grow Fully, I'm not going to give you, say, no-till in a four-by-four, four, but to take these practices
0: and scale them down to a smaller scale as well. It's not like you need a farm or a greenhouse. Right. And, you know, that's actually one of my goals for this year is trying to learn how to do that uh, at my house. You know what I mean? To be a little bit more sustainable as far as that goes. I think when you're working indoors, a lot of it has to do with just making your own compost and then just introducing your own compost into the garden. I
2: think, I, think I think you could do this on any scale as long as you're leaving the soil better. After you're done, right. then when it started. You're, re- like, you're regenerating the you're, soil. You're there regenerating you and, and
0: building it and making it better over time. Yeah, but it's really important. These guys are putting these conferences on and you just want to see cannabis be grown cleanly and, you know, not be uh, not be another problem. Sorry,
1: I was exhaling sailing ahead smoothly.
0: Yeah. All right, man. You reminded me. I can see <clears throat> finally, man.
1: OK, yeah, hit it up. All right. I'm gonna get into what we're medicating with here, man. It looks like Scotty, uh,
0: <coughs> you went on a week-only edibles. I did, man. I came back from. I, I had a cough for probably ten days, two weeks. What was it? Wait, we went to the Emerald Cup on the fifteenth. It's over two weeks, man. And uh, and it was two weeks before that we were. Kind of sick. Yeah, we were hacking, man. So, yeah, I just decided enough's enough and just made, some, made a batch of edibles and just ate them. You know, what did I eat? Like two cookies a day for a week. And I cleared up my cough. I'm back to, uh, back to smoking and taking it easy. But, man, you got to respect those lungs, that's for sure.
1: Why do you say now you can't get high? you think the edibles give you Ooh. more of a tolerance that when you choke yes. now, it's not affecting you? Yeah,
0: they probably about 100 milligrams each cookie. So I'm eating a couple hundred milligrams a day. The first day I was so fucking high that like we actually <laughs> visited the Incredibles Edibles Factory, did a little content over the break. And when we were there, we walked into the room where they were the packaging room, uh, and it smelled so much like I don't. What would you call that smell? Like airborne concentrates or something?
2: Pretty much, yeah. It's just it's just what. Uh, just bulk butane concentrate smell.
0: Yeah, and and it uh you know and my nose, my entire nose was just like awake with this with this odd smell. And I ate these cookies, and I had that same smell, but it was around my entire face, man. My entire <laughs> face could smell. After, after I got you to them Yeah, we did. <laughs> we went and learned a little bit from the uh, uh from watching the Incredibles guy. Uh, that that was a really cool shout out to Bob from Incredibles. Took us down, gave us a tour of his facility. A really cool guy. Incredibles Edibles, uh, but then we came back and he inspired us to make our own batch of cookies and we decarbed the wax and all that, man, and golly, does that work good. Good stuff.
1: So now you're going to keep on this. I got it. I like it all. I get you're trying to do it to avoid a cough. Uh, just lower your edible intake now and like ease some token back in for the, the full plant effect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so I just eliminated, eliminated the edibles and now I'm just very slowly smoking a couple dabs, a couple, uh, you know, a couple bowls, but just taking it easy.
1: All right, so I, I like to get the, the toke on. I, I hear you, man. I, I did have, when I would smoke, on average, hanging out to do the the 12 Buds of Christmas. It would right. be like a fucking 10-joint, four-hour session. By the end of it, my throat's like, I don't mind getting a little higher, trying it, but I can't handle the smoke. But on the regular, I like my smoke. So today I'm toking on the Juicy Fruit. This is from Kahuna, man. Kahuna, did you see? Canadian, did you see? This, this is his outdoor and it smells fabulous. It was like his other – he had a, a strain called kahuna, I believe, as well, that smelled just real good. And I got I to gotta get in a hold of them and see one. I might be trying to get it cut because uh, I just had a minor issues with my seed game, just the fun of growing seeds. Maybe nanners. What did I say? Yes. Maybe. It's nanners. <laughs> as a tease to grow talk show. But today this kahuna tastes fabulous. It just – I don't know. I have trouble, Scotty. When you have a really good experience somewhere, it reminds me again of – some flour I smoked in Hawaii. So I'm like, dude, are you just liking this because it's taking you to a pleasurable place in your brain but
0: or that's why people like things when you when you drink a glass of wine and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this reminds me of, you know, summers in Napa Valley." Whatever. Smell you know, and taste <laughs> have, you know. have the strongest association with memories. Yeah, that's why I'm seeing a lot of this, uh, you know, a, a lot of claims about cannabis that I'm like, I don't know about that. You know, this strain makes you do this and this one makes you do that. And I think a lot of it is the power of suggestion.
1: Uh totally agree. And that's also the power of why the first associations, why I always stress having, you know, the first time you do cannabis, if it wasn't the best experience, be open minded. You got to try how many times don't be a quitter and say no to drugs at least three. <laughs> So, I mean, I'd say three or four times, you know, some people have had really, I know some people have had a really bad experience, not real bad, but bad experiences the first time with
0: cannabis. And I'm like, wait, 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 uh, you know, let's try this again this way, you know? Absolutely, um, man. Set and setting have a lot to do with it, who you're hanging out with, where you're at. Man, I mean, smoking a joint of super powerful weed at a, you know, some kind of a, a rock show or something like that, or at a club. Rock show. A, a rock show, we're going to the rock show, you know, but it's a completely different experience than hanging out on a beach With some, you know, a relaxing beach and smoking a joint with somebody or something nice. Both both sound good to me. (laughs) Rock Show
1: or the beach. Bring it. They do. How about The Rock Show at the beach? Even better. Yeah, man. Now you're talking. (laughs) If you're listening and Kuhuna DGC, shout out, man. I wanna see about trading out. I mean up here, we could just mail cuts or do whatever. So all right guys, let's see the DGC smoking on dudegrows.com. I always look there first under dank nugs and try and pick you guys nugs. Also we'll be checking occasionally, hashtag dude for some dank nugs and see what you guys have got going on out there. And just a disclosure, Scotty, if you remember. I think it was a few shows ago, my fence blew over during the show. Yes, I do remember it's, that. It's currently now being repaired during the show. So if you hear a little bit of salzal, or I mean, I'd love to say that I'm installing my new, like my dream be biodome, where you walk out my back door into a biodome, but yes. uh, it's just a fence going up. Moving on. This dude building his earth ship one beer at a time. They'd be rotated in there now, especially at the end of the day. Shit, yeah.
0: You ever seen those Earth ships, though? They're made out of like bottles and stuff like that. They like use those windows. uh, Yeah, man, I'm telling you, you're onto something.
1: I'm saving my aluminum up here. It's. It's worth more, I think. I'm going to go to the Bottle Depot, I think they call it, and hang out with all my aluminum. It's pronounced aluminum. Uh, yeah. Aluminium. The only thing that's bad about saving your aluminum is my wife's like, so that's how many cans of beer you drink.
0: Week. <laughs> hmm. I'm telling all you, right. man. Before all this electricity, aluminum was super valuable. It could only be made when, when something would get hit by lightning or by lightning. That's the only energy. That, that's how much energy it takes to make aluminum. King Tut was buried with tons of gold and a tiny little ingot of aluminum.
2: But you just have to—you you just have to frame it like uh, you're getting paid to drink beer because aluminum is so expensive. Yeah, I like swing at that one. I like that. It's like they're paying uh-huh. me.
1: I'm taking it back to Small Buds, even though I want to comment on electricity, because it gets me excited. But this is Small Buds date Nugs, posted by Vader Nugs. Nice. This is my third grow, day, 56,
0: so should be done soon. 600 watch of HLG quantum boards. Hey, those That's, things are nice, by the way, man. I think they might actually be coming on as a sponsor, because I'm putting a couple in my uh, in my grow, man. Those things are pretty yeah, nice. I got some nice. questions.
1: I, got some qu- I just ran into one over at... Uh, a buddy's house here in uh, Maple Ridge and he had them hanging I think it was a 550 mm-hmm. and the thing uh, which I got to understand from them it's freaking hot and it's because of the board's like the heat sink but we'll get them on like where the Spectrum King has that I don't know if they call it a radiator it's a heat sink uh, it's quite the different style of how it's done but that's why
0: they're so low profile so pretty interesting bag of tricks i will tell you though that they have a version 2.0 uh, that they're gonna send me and it is ul listed so that means they must have done some some changing to the design mm. let's check that out man
1: well the grow here is a temp of 77 humidity 45 i would bring your temp up running uh, led light like that 77 is a little low unless you're at the, well
0: he's day 56 yeah you're okay, day fifty-six, getting towards don't the end want, of flowering. Do you want, want to run a little hotter when you're running LEDs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and veg, Can, does
2: in, in veg, and then most the and flower too. Most of the way through flower, but with LEDs, right around the end, you do want to start bringing it down a little bit. Okay. So I mean, I mean, if he's day fifty-six, as long as he was running it hotter during the grow, seventy-seven is fine to be at there. I mean, those plants look nice, man. Yeah, he's got Bodhi Dragon fruit, and the
1: orange is on Th Critical Hog. So, yeah, these flowers look good, man. He yeah. had a question about watering. Uh, the best way to know your watering weight, if you're not familiar with it, he's watering every two to three days. And he's like, am I underwatering? Just get used to picking up your pots, man. Yep. Check your watering and But your flowers look good, man. Thanks for putting them up. All right. Who else we got? Ooh, Acapulco. Classic Acapulco. Yeah, by A.C. Cushman. Says grow. Okay, classic Acapulco gold. Serious, trippy, psychedelic ride. And super full, smooth, unique to good. I've never unique to good Acapulco Gold. Now he's saying trippy psychedelic. I myself, I can't say I've ever. I would say
0: that weed was trippy psychedelic. It Even depends how soup. long it's been since you smoked. If you didn't smoke for two months and then you fucking smoke a joint, oh with, uh, true. You'd be like, holy shit, man, I tripped out, man.
1: I lost an hour. I mean, do you, Guru, do you smoke anything now, or you're comparing it to not full on like taking a hit acid or something, but trippy psychedelic?
0: No. 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 (laughs) Those are two different things,
2: man. One is one is utilitarian, another's eye-opening.
0: Yes. One I can drive on. Well maybe. I'll take take that review. Good All right. Stuff, so moving man.
1: on, guys, let's get into what's growing on. You Ready? Yes, ready to hang? Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. I've, First off, I'll, I'll mention, because you just reminded me when you said electricity and aluminum. Right. Uh, that electricity went out here during a windstorm, the same one that blew the fence down a, while, a little while back. Mm-hmm. And when the electricity is out of my house, like everybody went and sat in the living room, you know, with some candles and shiz. And like we just didn't really do it. Like, we were talking to somebody. Everybody wanted to be put together. And, do the, and then when it came back on, everybody just done got up, went to went. yeah. Like,
0: hmm. well, the power's out. It brings people together. It sure does. I'm telling you, the power went off. You know, for a couple weeks when those hurricanes hit. I think it was 2004, 2005, and mm-hmm. uh, we just packed up and went out and hung out with the rednecks on the on the farm. And they were like, "Oh, power's out. No big deal, man. Let's go riding." You know, as long as there was still fuel, I will say these things. <laughs> as long as we have gas. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I love it. What do, you, what do you got here? You saw a <laughs> Bud Tender at Chick
0: fil A? Just telling you, man. I, You know, we talk about breaking the stoner stereotype, and it is going to be a little bit of an uphill battle, man. I saw this guy I know, a local Bud Tender at the Chick fil A, and he goes in. What, he they
1: works at the Chick fil A Chick-fil-A as no, well? You're no, saying?
0: no, I'm sorry. He was in there picking up his order, and I heard him say to the girl, I'm sorry, I forgot to pick up my food. At the drive-through. He just paid for it, and
2: drove he straight through, through it, and <laughs> paid for it and drove that's right awesome.
0: through. You know, and I'm like, yeah, you're kind of not helping the stoner stereotype here, sir.
2: I left my Coca-Cola at the grocery store the other day. It's, that's at least better. Okay? I found out when I got home, so I didn't go back. Right. <laughs> I have paid, Yeah, I've definitely
1: done. For me, the most guilty probably is like my wife's dry cleaning. Maybe because it's not my clothes, but I'll pay. They'll bring it up, and I'll just walk out and leave it on the hooks. Right. It <laughs> Like, leaving uh, it on the top you, of your car, man.
2: <laughs> leaving your keys oh. places is probably the worst stoner thing. Yeah, thank How
1: God technology. I avoid that with modern technology now,
0: exactly. Just kind right. of put the beeper thing on it or something. Well, yeah, these new cars—they don't even have keys, do they? It's got buttons and stuff.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: that's scary stuff. to me. Anyway, <laughs> all right. I was chilling out, ordering some
1: sushi to go. You know, holiday cooking. Everybody gets busy with some holiday cooking, this and that. You know, screw relatives in. Let's not cook tonight. Went out to get a bunch of sushi to go. I always plan it so I don't order ahead of time. I want to sit there and, like, have my downtime, like, away from everybody. That means so put drink in a, a beer. Yeah, I'll have <laughs> a beer too. i I'll put in a big sushi order and sit there for half hour waiting for it. It's And people watch or look at my phone, whatever. So, like, screw it. I haven't been on Facebook in a while. It's the holidays. Let's hop on there, you know, see what's going on. And looking through it, one was – doing the scroll, I was definitely distracted by the ads because they are very targeted. Oh, man, I mean, they are so and then, good. Yeah, and then as well, like seeing things uh, that just, oh, man, dude, I, that guy, I, I, like I, my brain was scrambling. Where do I start? How do I keep up? Dude, I haven't seen that buddy since this time. Oh, there's sure. my friend that lost his daughter. That's really sad. And he had some comments on it. Oh, then I was like, my God, and I had only scrolled. For a little bit, if I were to keep going, man. So that's when I just decided I can't, I can't even keep up with my own Instagram involvement with the show. And I, there's no way in hell I'm going to Facebook. There's just too much. I'll call it a social responsibility, man.
0: <laughs> Freaking crazy. Yeah. I'll get messages all the time and I'm like, man, you know, I don't want to be hanging out and, instead of hanging out with my family. I don't want to be talking to people that I don't know on Facebook, you know, explaining how to use recharge. There's a, there's a time for that, man. It's the day. Can
1: you post a Facebook to just can you say I, I want this group of people only to see what I my Facebook? I have no idea. Man. I deleted
2: my Facebook a while ago. So
1: <laughs> fist pump.
2: Yeah, I don't know what to do. Right. But anyway, it's just crazy. And the way the thing
1: is the way it's affecting uh it's just people, the way people see other people. Me sure. and Scotty were talking about it. Like, dude, we've talked about it before in the show. The only thing people put up is the good shit. And I was joking with you, Scotty, being like, I'm gonna put up a real Facebook, and it's just gonna be like Videos of me and my wife fighting. <laughs> nobody yelling at my kid shit, about something.
0: Man. No, we want the crystal clear version, man. Somebody described it. I was listening to Rogan or something, and they described it as like this imagine that you can see there's a perfect view inside your neighbors or all your friends' windows of the most perfect time of their of their lives, you know, or what they want to show off. And you're just looking at all this positivity and you're like, God, man, I, I could see where it would kind of make you feel like crap. I'm I got not the doing counter anything argu- great. I got the counter argument to that. Okay.
2: Reality TV. People just want to see everything.
0: It's so true, man. (laughs) And I have the counter argument to that is that when you're stuck working a bullshit job that really doesn't allow you a lot of free time. Wait a minute. So guru is
1: saying the counter like so if you if Facebook brings you
0: down uh-huh. a
1: little bit because everybody you're like oh look at all those people got to travel there I can't even afford to do and it's bringing you down then you just go sit on the co- couch and watch some like cops like a bunch of rednecks getting arrested and she like ah I'm starting to feel he better he gets about it my-
2: he gets it almost exactly cops was
0: what I was thinking <laughs> oh I gotcha I gotcha <laughs> got man yeah uh, I just think that there's not really enough time think about like if you were gonna try to do a real hobby. I'm gonna try to learn fly fishing, or learn what is the ornithology. What is it when you go track birds and learn about birds, or do something that was actually gonna connect you with the earth, man? Yeah, you might have to take a day or two off of work. You might have to take a week or two off of work, man. And we really don't have that. We we got these bullshit jobs we're working that really don't allow enough free time for all these hobbies and interests. So you know, you get 15 minutes of Facebook scrolling, or 30 or 60 minutes at this article. This article is
1: titled. You're saying 15, 30. It's saying researchers prove that prove that Facebook is seriously ruining your life. Oh, <laughs> man. So on average, it says the average, and I don't know how they did this. The average person spends an
0: hour on Facebook every day. That's because they're sitting at work at some bullshit job where they have to pretend to uh, work. So
1: you're thinking they're just okay.
2: I like that I can contribute a zero to that averaging right
0: there. I'm glad and proud of that. <laughs> I scroll Facebook a bit, man. I have to admit.
2: But it. every minute
1: that happens, this is the problem. Like I'm taking from the article here, it goes that means instead of starting the day with human interaction, like saying good morning to your partner, your mother, or even a co- or even the coffee guy. What about
0: if there's nobody to say good morning to? What about if you're completely alone?
1: Increasing numbers of people start their day interacting with a little plastic gadget.
0: And it sounds I'm like guilty it was of some by, this sometimes. Like, go ahead. But that sounds like it was written by somebody that has a whole family of, of people around the house, man. You know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that use social media because... They're, they weren't doing so great socially, or maybe they've got a situation, maybe a work situation or something like that, or a disability that keeps them from showing up at the gym every morning and being social like that, you know? I mean, yeah,
1: I'm not, I'm not against the, that demographic.
0: I mean, it's, Just the of, other it's more than a it. demographic. That's a big hunk <laughs> of the world. You know, if you're not the world's most attractive person, but you've got something to say, fuck social media might be for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. I didn't know where to go with that one. I was going to <laughs> nutshell you are saying basically ugly people should no. use social media all, maybe. So, all you know?
0: sorts of people, man. People that don't have perfect lives. It's just, just too think, much of a – dist-
1: think- I thought – I think it's good. I was sitting there thinking this is good. I get to see my buddy and his family. They're okay. I I get to see these people, man. I would have never thought that I would oh, I, I barely remember that guy, yeah. but now I remember all this. And that was like all – cool and then it's like what am i supposed to do with this am i supposed to contribute to it and really the more i get involved with this the more it really is going to take away from like this article suggests maybe you should put the phone down and then you say hi to the coffee guy and then all of a sudden you strike up a conversation and then you got a new friend in the
0: rural world that has a like interests as you yeah man, you guys should be facebook friends Yeah, and then immediately become (laughs) friends on Facebook. (laughs) Jordan Peterson, I caught him on Joe Joe Rogan episode. It's a pretty good quote. He says, Facebook is a fast food version of the nutrients we're missing in an actual real community. (laughs) It's kind of interesting, right? Deep as fuck. (laughs) That guy is deep, man. I listen to him every now and again, man. I know he's controversial, but he says some interesting shit, man. He says, Facebook is an app for exploiting insecurities for selling ads. That sounds about right. I love this shit, man. Bring it. (laughs) I'm telling you, though, I watched that social network movie. It's about the invention of Facebook. And my God, if Mark Zuckerberg just doesn't seem like a, dickhead man like <laughs> dude he partners up with his buddy he rips off people he partners up with his buddy he dicks his buddy out of a bunch of money i mean this is just a movie who knows what real life is oh no it, it's yeah, pretty it sounds really rel- it, it's pretty accurate and then he makes him sue the shit out of him after he's a multi-billionaire makes him sue the shit out of him to get any money you know i mean shit if i had fucking billions of dollars man i'll give you 50 60 million man Just because you were there fuck yeah but it, it shows you it's a game, man. It's a game to rule the world. It's a
1: bad game. It's controlling, because uh, I was thinking maybe I just uh, Instagram for, like, some people I moved away from in Colorado, some neighbors. Like, I just want to show them what I'm up to, maybe. Sure. And that's I'm what like, Instagram's a pretty easy way to do that. But, like, they don't, they're both of them are, They're. I don't know if it's a demographic because they're in their mid-50s. None of them use Instagram. They're like, sorry, dude. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook, though. Yeah, that's. Ah.
2: Yep. I mean, and at the end of the day, the whole point of Facebook is to just use all the personal information that you give them, like kind of unknowingly, to, to, to target ads and sell you shit to the highest bidder. Dude. Which really is not not a Think cool about- business model. Like when you know that that's their business model, it's not cool. But a, a lot of people are just willing to give up all that that information and data on, on themselves. <laughs> uh, for the services they get from Facebook.
0: But if if you're being tricked other ways too, that ancestry.com, your ancestry DNA, that if you look at their EULA, their, their licensing agreement, you get to use your DNA to access your DNA for three years. They get it forever. Okay. They sell that shit. They can sell that right to Facebook through the King's ja- the King James Bible app tells Facebook what verse of the Bible <laughs> you're reading, man. So they can fucking sell you a goddamn t-shirt about it, man. Kayak.com tells, uh, gives your entire search. As soon as you open kayak.com, it sends all your searches to Facebook. That's it's in their EULAs, man. We just don't read them. Oh, that's awesome. That is, I guess, man.
1: No, it's not. I'm, I'm being very sarcastic. It <laughs> yeah. does control, it does continue to steer you in the way if you're not careful, if you're not like trying to be diligent, which I don't even think matters anymore. I try to clear my cookies and my history right. as much as I can, all my passwords, all that shit. I don't store any of that. And basically beyond that though, IP is where they can grab, they can keep targeting a lot of shit because even after the fact, um, it goes to that. But anyway, Uh, Be careful. Be careful, guys, with how much you stay involved with that, in my opinion, versus really talking to some people. Because really talking to some people is what has made all the friends in my life that are a really core group of friends to me. Uh, we didn't have this. I can't say that any of my friends, oh, I met them online or I met like all the friends that I interact with still mainly, not all of them. I mean, Scotty, you're going to say what about some of the DGC? Yeah, I'm thinking I of J.R.
0: Token, Jay Maestro, my buddy Jeremy, the packaging guy. We're, we're just, always hanging out, man. And we're always getting to know each other through. And I do get to, I had a guy that came and visited me uh, just because of my Facebook post. He has cancer. And he, uh, my buddy that was that's fighting cancer a couple weeks ago says, hey, I see what. you're up to I mean he's actually a friend of my brother's we've you know kind of barely know each other and he says man I need some help can you kind of come out and can you help me fuck yeah of course So, man, it is powerful. And I love seeing my friends' kids grow up and my friends get older. Yeah,
1: for every bad, I mean, you can counter. You could counter so much with Facebook arguments. You know what I mean? You could counter a million, uh, what's the six ways from Sunday? I could say it's bad because of this and you could say it's good because of that. Well,
0: the problem is people do things on Facebook they would never do in real life. In real life, if we were hanging out, if you started jamming your political views down my throat, you would catch some cues that I'm not interested. I would go say, oh, I'm (laughs) gonna go to the bathroom or I'm gonna go pass gas or something, man. But Just eye contact Yeah, you would figure out man. that I don't want to talk about that shit and we would find something else to talk about. On Facebook, somebody just thinks that every one of their friends <laughs> wants to hear their political views. And, uh, yeah, that's where it gets ugly.
1: All right, before we get into the news, got a little Oregon news here, like I said, a little harvest report, uh, people getting high, smoking weed, jobs. I want to remind you to go to the DDC outlet, dudegrows.com. DGC Outlet members, you have 30% off. That coupon code went out in a members newsletter. Yes. You should have it. You can always ask me for it over on Dugos.com under the contact. Uh, as long as you're a member, just give me the email you signed up with. We had Honey Badgers, we still have Honey Badgers over there. They are 30% off for members, which gives you a smoking deal on a just field-tested device to smoke. Oh, God, what do I always forget to call it? I want us to call it a Nectar Collector, but I can't call it that official.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a Nectar Collector. Those guys actually work with the Nectar Collector official guys, man. So it's all good, man. You can call that one one.
1: Uh, as well as we got that one-hitter I'm using today on there. We have Recharge Sticks over there that does five gallons of solution. Yeah. We have the Master Kush cards if you want to travel discreetly with a little concentrate or flour. And a lot of awesome things will be coming under that store in 2019. Some custom DGC merch and other things to help support the show and get a hot deal. It's not just for members either. Every, anybody listening can go over there and, and check out and pick up some gear. I agree. Hats as well, those custom hats with the joint
0: slang. I agree. Hey, before we trash social media too much, can I just tell you over the, uh, dude, you started sending me some stuff from Red Bull TV. Man, there is some good stuff out there to watch, some good video to watch, but it's pretty much, you got to go really seek it these days. So I'm trying to find people to subscribe to on YouTube. I'm trying to use YouTube, what, YouTube Premium, I think I subscribed. Too. As, That's because so far I approve everything on
1: Red Bull and the way they they use their channel network and app and all that. Like, I don't yeah. feel like I'm a marketing to person, but anyway, probably That's change.
0: Very cool, very inspirational stuff. You know, it makes you actually think that they care about where uh, where society's going as opposed to uh, when I watch mainstream TV. I just figure they're just trying to dumb me down to sell me more shitty ads. Man, the dumber I am, the <laughs> worse the less they have to work at the ads. And like, have you seen the ads out lately? Hey, Domino's. Might repair your potholes at your street. We might not, but we might. I mean, they say the dumbest (laughs) shit. I mean, it's unbelievable. So anyway, I'm looking for people to follow on YouTube. If you all are having really good uh, experiences, following some good channels, let me know. Shout them out to me. Shout them out. You got
1: 2019, big business as we know. What do you got here out of Forbes?
0: I just was reflecting back on on 2018. And if you would have told me, you know, if you would have gone back however many years and said at the end of 2018, uh, Constellation Brands and uh, whoever it is, Philip Morris, are going to have huge stakes in commercial cannabis. You know, is that good or bad? You know, con- you know, you got big alcohol and big pharma and big tobacco in, in, into cannabis already. Well, I'll take
1: the, the quote, the best quote out of this article. I like it, it goes the with Constellation Brands, mm-hmm. um, you know, buying into to canopy growth as well as uh, there was another company. Philip
0: Morris is, is yeah. yeah. So the 1. the, the ramifications, billion dollars, man. Okay, one point eight billion dollar investment. So it says, by the end of this year, 2019, there's
1: a realistic chance that two of the largest cannabis companies in the world will be owned by two of the largest alcohol and tobacco, tobacco companies in the world. Drop the mic, man. That's it. Walk away. <laughs> that's Peace it. Peace out, guys.
0: But you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's that's fucking scary. Who, why wouldn't it, though? Why wouldn't these giant companies come into a lucrative industry like this? Why is
1: it scary? I ain't
0: scared. Um, It's scary because just like uh, Steve D'Angelo said, the people that risk their ass and push this industry forward, um, you know, I'm I'm thinking of, uh, I think we're going to interview DJ Short in a couple weeks, man. And this guy was out there doing his thing when you really could go to jail for it and he'll be pushed out and you'll be able to go buy seeds, you know, from Bayer Farmer or Monsanto or IG Farben or whatever the fuck they call it
1: now. You think they'll be able to have the same, I don't know if they, I don't think they'll sell seeds. They'll sell a 20-pack or they'll sell, I don't know, they'll sell vape cartridges or they'll sell beverages. I don't think any of them will be able to sell. And I'm hopefully going to get to tour an LP up here, a licensed producer in Canada. Sure. Shout out to a GGC. I'm going to get back to you in email, man. Sorry it's been so long. But I don't think these grows at this size. Of course, I always say this going to be able to create the dang. I believe there's still going to be a micro thing. So there's going to be cannabis tourism. There's still going to be just like craft beer, craft cannabis. Across I agree. The board. So, I agree. But we'll stay it, tuned on it, though. We'll stay tuned. No surprise, of course, that big alcohol and big tobacco are, are jumping right in.
0: I'll give you an example. In Colorado, they always used to allow a beer stores to survive by not allowing the supermarkets to uh uh, to sell. Oh yeah, it's just changing now, isn't it? Of course. It, it, yeah, it changes now. Now you, there's no need to go to a beer store anymore. The supermarket, do they really care? How much does the guy that runs the beer aisle in the supermarket care? Does he care as much as the beer aficionado that, that dedicated his life to running a store? No, but they squeeze that guy out. They might squeeze some of them out for sure. It's a tough one, man. Everybody likes convenience.
2: I bought my beer at the grocery store yesterday. I felt kind of bad when I got home. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you usually shop? Well, I was at the grocery store getting stuff in that aisle and thought to myself at first, like, oh, let me go to my local beer store. But then I was like. Yeah. It's I like was, another ten minutes. I could, uh, now I could you be You need to
1: go tell your local beer store guy that you've chose
0: to make this decision. <laughs> I want you to take a picture of his face. But they might cancel my account there if I do that. I was gonna go get super dank flour from my buddy, but I was just at the grocery store, so I just picked up a twenty dollar uh, gram of, of concentrate. It's good quality concentrate. You know, it's it's not insane, but man, it was enjoyable. It was fine oh, to go to the party with that guy. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
2: okay.
1: All right I'm you taking it to the next thing story here. We get you your points. This is titled "The number of people testing positive for marijuana in workplace drug drug tests is exploding, particularly in public safety and national security roles." I am so concerned. Oh, God, These articles come imagine? out
0: like right into the new year too. <laughs> like they got a campaign of haters. They do, uh, man. The world's run by like eighty-five people that all have lobbyists, man. So it's pretty insane.
1: Well, this is talking about in the workplace they did, you know, a bunch of statistics and more people are tested positive, especially in safety sensitive jobs
0: that are defined as federal agency that perform public safety and national security roles. Wait, hang on a second. That's the chick at the airport that tells you to put your suitcase on the on the belt. (laughs) She needs
1: to smoke weed. They have uh, what's more, here's the effects, Scotty, which I'd like to chill on, for out. And, How many
0: ahead. of these people are on fucking other pills like Xanax or, you know, whatever the fuck, Prozac, whatever the hell they give them these days. And doesn't that affect your performance?
1: Yeah, 100 percent. There's another guy that came out with a book recently that's pushing uh, – but it made – when I, I search marijuana for the news for the show, guys, just Google it out. Sometimes I'll do it on a com- independent Chromebook that has no history to make sure I'm trying to get the purest shit, whatever right. you want to call it. But well, first article, like January 2nd, was marijuana and, and the, the dangers of psychosis and violence and the 10 reasons we should tell our children. And it's this book by some dude. I'm like, are you
0: what? Wait a minute. If I was and a I Xanax salesman, though, I'd be fucking, you know, maybe hiring somebody to write a book like that. Well, they have. They it's just it sucks. They pull something out
1: of. Look at this guy. This guy and the guy's wife works a psych ward, right? She's a psychiatrist, right. a, a criminal psychiatrist, so she gets to see a lot of this, Scotty. But what they didn't talk about, like you said, is so they'll say that they're literally trying to tie people that had used cannabis. To hurting their children and shit, but they didn't talk anything about what else they're on at all. Sure, and they pick the extreme cases and try like everybody does—not everybody. People do with their arguments. Let's pick an extreme case and try and paint a broad picture with it. That should, you know, set forth um, laws and rules for everybody because that's how what happened to this guy, and it drives me crazy.
0: Yeah, um, but he, you, go you ahead. Got, well, you got Twitter and, and those type of, you know, social media headlines, just dumbing it down to what is it? 140 characters, 260 characters. You got to fucking tell your whole story in 260 characters now. So good luck trying to get your whole story out then, man.
1: Dude. Sorry. Why are they still trying to sell me a jacket that looks like a knighthood head? <laughs> like they're a little, uh, you I mean, as that, much man. as I clear my internet history, there's Scott, they're still trying to sell me this jacket. They're just got, pretty
2: like, damn sure you want that jacket.
1: I, no, like eventually I guess I have to order. It's like a night like closure thing on the front and fake
2: armor. Really well, weird. Don't worry. Right. They'll still advertise it to you after you order it.
1: The whole title of the story, all this is bullshit because you can't test. How can you test for marijuana use in the workplace?
0: Well, what they're, they're saying, are you? Tell honest?
1: me how you can test THC. for THC. Do you have THC present in your system? Does that mean I used it while I was at work or no. is it was affecting me at all?
0: No, and I'm just thinking, I keep on bringing up Xanax because I've taken a Xanax before. And holy hangover, man, those things give you a crazy hangover. Good luck trying to perform at work after taking a Xani Bar, man, the night before. Now, if I can't sleep and I got a choice of taking a Xani Bar that the doctor gave me or smoking a joint or even eating an edible cookie, man, I would choose the cannabis. And the cannabis is definitely a much better choice every time, so I think that's what they're worried about
1: here. How many people, yeah, it's just bullshit fear mongering because when people read that, and a lot of people don't understand that headline, like my mom and dad would be like, well, shit, man, there's more people high at work, that's not good, when in fact, plenty of them probably toke when they get home from work because like you're saying, they don't wanna deal with hangovers or any other bullshit with implications. But here's a quote from the, The story goes, what's more, marijuana effects on brain can slow down a person's reaction time, worsen their coordination and throw off their balance. If displayed on the job, all of these potential effects could create major risks and put people's lives in danger, especially if done by a person who operates a motor vehicle or other machinery.
0: I was going to say, go ahead. My kids in the eighth grade, I always say, whenever anybody opens their mouth, just try to figure out what their motivation is, you know what I mean? then you can kind of figure out why, you know, what they're saying and, and you take it with a grain of salt, you know, but, uh, what, what are these people's motivation for making this, uh, for making these articles? You got to wonder.
1: I just wanted to counter where it says marijuana effects on the brain can slow down a person's reaction time, worsen their coordination and throw off their balance or it could make them all better. (laughs) It depends on what (laughs) you got going on. For me, I would prefer to have some cannabis rocking in the activities that I need coordination and balance with. So, but there are people for sure that should not definitely be high on the jobs and it can make you forget things and it can make you be harder to learn things, retain information, it can make you forget things. Uh, So it's not like it's all bullshit, but I hate how they, they again, paint with a broad brush about, oh, it's all bad on the job
0: yeah well it is all bad if you're sitting there smoking all day long on a on a job that needs a bunch of concentration yeah i'm not i'm not for that like what are you thinking like something like welding light wide glass uh, gas lines or something like that i did i seen a guy welding pipelines a couple days ago it was cool as fuck man he was like the superstar man there was a guy that just like put like a piece of uh like like reflective material in front of him every time he was about to spark it up man like he had his own assistant and stuff it was bad as fuck man but yeah that guy probably shouldn't i don't know I should say i know a metal artist and he gets highest talked talking. about it enough on the show man yeah. it's
1: all what's, what's in the person yeah you are met right tons of people man there's people that you know don't want to do the craziest they love it because it sets them it, it gets them focused you're right it gets you're them right. on point for the job what do people do anything else for that yeah there any other type of little pills do people do anything else to keep them focused and motivated during the day
0: yeah and there are sober doctors that leave scissors inside people you know Why am I, I forgetting so, the
1: name of that most popular one? Adderall. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna call it Cocaine Light. Would that be a fair thing
0: to say? Cocaine, I think yeah. so, yeah. Cocaine pills.
1: <laughs>
2: or meth light.
1: Uh, don't be that guy, guys. I don't, I'm don't. i not gonna say any names. I have ran into them though. When you go to the trade shows, and when you're at a trade show, whatever industry, you're on point all day, and you're trying to talk to the many people as you can. Be cool, get information out, but don't be the Adderall guy at the trade show, okay? Thank
0: yeah, you. be the edibles uh, guy at the trade show, man. The, that He's was just, just a service. Nobody's there.
1: We got one more news story we got to hit because we told people we we're going to tell them about the, the organ uh, harvest. Yeah, come on. This is out of the Columbian.com. It goes, Oregon again sees huge
0: 2018 marijuana harvest. <coughs> I'm surprised. I'm not, man. That's I awesome, though. Well, I, I mean, should say it's awesome. It's awesome on the surface. Let's see what it sells for. These guys got to make a living.
1: Uh, since growers harvested more than 2.5 million pounds of cannabis, mm-hmm. that was the wet harvest weight, guys, okay? It's only 1.3 million pounds was logged in of marijuana usable, was logged into the Oregon Liquor Control Commission's cannabis tracking system. Um, in 2017, the fall harvest reaped 1 million pounds, so they're 300,000 pounds more than last year. I don't know. Was that needed, guys? There's a
2: quarter pound per person from that harvest. Oh, I like it. There's 4 million million people live in Oregon, and they harvested a million pounds. Right. That's a quarter pound a person.
1: That's good math. They're also saying the prices could fall, of course. Again, like that 50% was last year, and they're saying prices could fall. 50% 50% this year.
0: Sure. So, so now this is a starting material, right? So you take this and you go, all right, you take this to the extraction labs and you've got yourself, uh, you know, whatever, THC distillate maybe, however many pounds of THC distillate. Well, and then but no, I, I,
2: I don't know how they're really measuring this because it says growers harvested more than 2.5 million pounds of cannabis in October of that so-called, a oh, wet harvest, yeah, 1.3 million right. pounds. Okay, so yeah, 2.5 million. Sure
1: Throw up this picture, Guru. Let's do a quick. Scotty, me and you last the last this last fall sure. in Oregon. This banner says fifty-dollar ounce specials, of seventy-five and ninety. Yep. So if we're gonna fall by fifty percent,
0: dude, we're gonna have twenty-five-dollar ounce specials, my friend. Do you like that? <laughs> I don't know about it's that. Good. Uh, no, I don't like that. There's no way that anybody can make any money. Because, you know, think about all the hands that have to touch that and all the people that should be getting paid a fair wage. If you're doing the same thing where you've made this so cheap that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a race to the bottom. Uh, I'm not. Because, yeah, the
1: report I had from, like, we'll call it a DGC, a guy in the field, a grower in the field at the Emerald Cup that grew in Cali, grew up in the Emerald Triangle, said, hey, and he was up, you know, licensed, all that shit. He's like, for me to, my break even before trim, you know, but once I cut that plant wet, six hundred a pound. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So I almost
2: just, think that this might be smart what they're doing with the price because they're under the impression that it's going to be federally legal soon, and then they're going to have the the excess to be able to sell, send all over the place, to send all yep. over the place out of state. So I yep. mean, it, it could be that could be their game plan, and everyone's just biding time until that happens, and just trying it. to survive.
0: Yeah, I mean, because think about it, the flour doesn't store that well. It stores okay, but from what we've seen, all these businesses are using this using this flour to make these concentrates, and, and then take the concentrates, and make them in all sorts of different products, whether it's vape cartridges or edibles. The, the markups are so much better on those than they are in, in just raw flour.
1: Yeah, I'm not confident in the. Vape. I mean, the vape cartridges ease of use, but I just get that's when I get worried always about mixed batched products. It Concerns me um, on what what's in there. If you're like that, so that you know, when you grab a, a refill, I have one over here, a little, right. those little cartridges, and it says daytime or nighttime, or and I guess it's good Relax. to simplify for yeah. people. They tell doesn't you tell, that. say what strain or <laughs> you know, anything like that. They're just telling you what it's a sativa or an indica or something. But anyway,
2: because yeah. I mean, if we learned anything from Incredibles, it's that the branding is really targeted towards uh, like baby boomers specifically.
0: Absolutely, man. I agree. So what does that mean?
2: They don't really care about the strain. They want to know what it's going to do for them. So you make it really simple. Yeah. Be told really simply on the labeling. This will help you relax. This will help you sleep. This will help you focus. And try and target it that way.
0: Yeah, I started doing it. People would ask me, you know, with the edibles, they'd be like, well, do you have a sativa, you know, a sativa dominant edible? And I'd be like, yep, here you go. (laughs) And uh, they'd be like, wow, that was great, man. I really had a great, uplifting time, man. You know, people, Uh, that's where it's at right now. It's all about the mindset you go in with it. (laughs) It's a little sad.
1: All right. Well, guys, before we put it in the bag, remember to check out DGC Outlet over on the homepage as well, as we will have a video coming out any day now with you members getting the updates, what we're up to, what your benefits are. Uh, it's just going to picture that as our membership, a commercial for everybody to be in the know. And then we're also doing the memes. Let's hit these, man. Putting the memes up at the end of the show to roll out with some laughs. Good. And, and check it
0: out. Looks like you found a lot, Scotty. I just figured i have been missing missing all the guys, man. So nowhere, man, as you little bastard. And it's, it's the dad from, is this, where did you get these drugs? Remember in the eighties, there was the dad, which it shows, uh, the box of the kid. What was it? A little cigar box. Where'd you get these? I learned it from you, dad. I learned it from you. (laughs) Right. But it says, it says, uh, my vape carts you've been stealing are $70 for 500 milliliters. Yelling at the kid, like, stop stealing my expensive gear, asshole. That's fucking hilarious, man. It's about on point with the times. No (laughs) shit, man. No shit. I have special weed for you to steal, damn it. All right, what's this? Checkmate, dude. This is funny, (laughs) man. I knew I wondered if I was gonna get in trouble. I made a flat earth joke a couple days ago, man. And of course somebody caught it, man. Thank you. Thank you
1: we're looking at two dc shoes here one with a curved bottom and it says if earth isn't flat why are our shoes like this and not like this interesting so good right, argument
0: and yeah i mean why is the dude's uh, a map on his wall flat then man What's up with that
1: <laughs> uh, moving on endless bullshit who we got here what can you, do? What can you, you, what what can you do man
0: hang on i'm loading here
1: i'm loading <laughs> stewie Stewie dummy. Oh, this is posted by nowhere man.
0: Yeah, this is kind of where what, what I was <laughs> talking about, man. He says the new nukehead strain is called endless bullshit, and it's a uh, it's like the Korean guy with Kim Jong Il or whatever, looking at the, looking at a big bud. But I just ca- the endless bullshit thing really caught me because that's kind of where we're going with the industry is they're just telling you what the fuck you want to hear. They're growing whatever. They're fucking extracting it into uh, you know hybrids or sativa dominant or this. Dominant when you start fucking an extract and extracting and pulling out all the terpenes, uh, you're really messing with that anyway, man. So, I think it is endless, bullshit, man, that they're spewing out these days. I'm gonna have a new
1: extract coming out called, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> I hear you gotta have the hype sometimes. Uh, no, North Korea, that was North Korea. interesting fact North Korea and Syria, I believe, only two countries in the world that can't access Netflix. Probably not that surprising, but. Huh. Yes. Last
0: one here from Vladdy Baggy. Well, actually, Vladdy Batty. What did you find? This just reminded me of something, man. There is a baby, I guess it's in China or something like that. uh, But uh, there is a baby being carried in a plastic bag. A little, what, about a one-year-old? Yeah, looks like it. (laughs) It says, sure, but you're just going to be hungry again in an hour. Oh, my. All right,
1: I'll take it. He says no images are made. This is the real deal. I think it is. (laughs) is Creepy.
0: Look, it reminded me I'm building my grow. So over the uh, break, I'm going over to Home Depot and I'm. I was looking for buckets. I actually didn't buy anything from. Yeah, I was looking for flower pots. It was what it was. So I went down the gardening aisle, and sure enough, man, there is just like pallets of Roundup. The whole aisle stinks like just like just Roundup. You know, I mean, you can really smell it, which means the smell is usually what is that little particles that are getting in your nose. So there are little particles of Roundup getting in your nose, and I just see this family there with this newborn baby standing right next to the pallet of Roundup. Man, and I was just like, what are you? doing man half a million
2: dollars i'll drink the cup of roundup <sighs> oh no I'm sure really. cup, you're definitely to that. dead I'm, oh man i'm throwing up immediately but i'll get it down
0: really all right half never of, for, on that note i could never of, forgive myself man you know you could make you know you're gonna make a half million dollars in your life man yeah, you're supposed Let's do the shout-outs. Come on, let's do it, man.
1: Let's Go do it. Grow talk manana, guys. Grow talk manana. All right. I could I'm gonna never
0: forgive growth. myself, man. I could never forgive myself, but I got sick from it. I was like, why the fuck did I do that, man? And Sorry. to <laughs> I got Geezer, Gamer, GGN, and Medicine Man 41. The Outlaw, Bubba Kush, and Cold Mountain Cures. Yeah. I forget about love for the plant and LP Burnout, DGC. Amali
1: uh, Nazir Esprol. I, I think. think. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you know we're going to use Dab And Dab Nanner. Come on, hang out, guys. Dewgroves.com.
0: You can grow talk. We're going to be over there looking. Yeah, are you dyslexic? It's Dab Nabber. I like that. We're all dyslexic here. Good. I do you
1: have a dyslexic stoner shirt, peace out. <laughs> Stay higher. Stay Good higher. As it easy. friends. Some people love
0: to blaze up the dick. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And where the boss says is to take a little break That means we'll lighten up a tube It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep a good buzz on, 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 It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do they shake their heads and natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. the tank. Just look at how he's being paid.